Hey guys, and welcome to the Coffee and Turner Syndrome podcast. My name is Brooke. Pour yourself your favorite cup of coffee, and let's hop into today's episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. It has been quite a while. I have not uploaded a podcast episode in looking at the last episode date since late August, like almost the last week of August. And that seems insane. Um, So much has happened since then. There's been so many good things, crazy things. Life has been so insane and busy. And so I, I wanted to start this first episode back with a little brief update. Um, first of all, just say, hi, how you doing? Um, for those that maybe thought I had forgotten or quit the podcast, nope, not the case. I just took an unplanned break. I did not mean to have that much time in between uploading an episode. It kind of just happened with everything that we've had going on. It probably was needed for me. Um, If you were keeping up with my YouTube channel, you'd see that uploading was pretty crazy there too. We just have had a lot going on. And there's a lot of details, a whole long story. But I am excited to jump back in with the podcast. I'm excited to hear more stories. I'm excited to talk to more people and share more. I feel like I've grown a lot since the last episode I uploaded, and I feel like I have such a passion to jump back in that I'm just excited to hit the ground running. I literally have several conversations scheduled out that I'm so excited for. And if you had requested to be on the podcast and I've reached out, I legitimately cannot even put into words how excited I am to talk to you. If you have not yet, here's your invitation to. There is a Google form that I will put in the description of this podcast episode so you can request to be on the podcast and I will reach out to you. Um, So that being said, I am just excited. Um, I hope you guys are all doing really well. We've now had all of the holidays since the last time I talked to you. We had Halloween, we had Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. It is 2022, you guys. How did that even happen? I don't understand. Time is flying and going so slow at the same time. And I think that's why I'm so excited also. Like, not only is this a new year and a fresh start, but like, I feel like my perspective and everything I've learned is just that much more firing up the passion in me to keep growing this podcast and doing more with it. And yeah, so all of that to say, I'm excited for this episode. This audio that you're going to hear is from a video I did during Vlogmas. Um, If you follow my YouTube channel, you may have seen that I did Vlogmas this year little recap of that, there were like a handful of days where I did two days uploaded in one and it skipped a day. (laughs) Just, you know, I was just trying to make it through and not miss as much as possible. So I tried my best. I had the most successful 
time with trying to do Vlogmas I've ever had in my YouTube time. And so that was really great. Um, I also really started trying to hone in on what I am passionate about sharing and talking about. And obviously Turner syndrome is one of them. And so I, I had several videos that revolved around Turner syndrome um, and foster care and adoption has always been one of them. And so this episode has to do with foster care. Um, you know, me and Andrew are in the very midst of working on fostering, getting our first placement and, um, you know, hopeful for an adoption at some point. Um, I do kind of want to talk more maybe about how that's been at some point. Um, lots of behind the scenes things end up happening that I try to get perspective on it before I can really put it into words. But um, my feeling and outlook on that has even grown and evolved and just really been fruitful the last three months. Um, I feel like I've kind of had a whirlwind of emotional and mental processing that just has brought me to a much stronger place. I don't know if it's different. What's funny is it kind of feels like I went in a circle, <laughs> landed in the same place, but on stronger foundations, if that makes sense. Um, that might not make any sense, but I hope it does. So needless to say, or all of that, long story short or short story long, however you want to look at it. Um, I'm just super passionate about both of those things, um, foster care and adoption. Turner syndrome obviously is a huge thing for me and I'm always learning something new with that. I feel like I'm always revisiting some of the same aspects of things and just learning it so much deeper and growing my understanding in it. It's crazy to me how, how in depth and just deep Turner syndrome things are. And it just fascinates me to no end. Um, I'm, I'm so, so passionate about so many different aspects of all of it. So needless to say, also, I'm excited to talk about it more. <laughs> and I'm really actually excited for this to be my first episode back is sharing this audio with you because it is something I'm so, so passionate about. So I want to intro it by saying that. And um, I hope everybody had a wonderful almost second quarter uh, or second quarter, <sighs> last quarter. <laughs> Uh, fourth quarter, if you will, of 2021. I hope you had a wonderful holiday um, for all the holidays. <laughs> and I really hope that your year ended well. I hope your 2022 has begun strong. Um, just a little spoiler alert on mine. My planning process for this year has been like crazy. I feel like my brain has like, it's stuck on something. <laughs> I've not actually been able to process everything for planning as much as I had hoped. 
So that's how my planning has gone. But the beginning of the year has been interesting. Um, <laughs> this this episode going up is an exciting beginning of the year. So here we go. We're going to jump into an episode about foster care that I'm really excited to share. And I hope it helps um, any of you that are listening that are interested in foster care or adoption at all or are trying to decide if it's the right option for you. Um, if you have that poll at all, I hope this helps. Um, and obviously, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. And I would love to talk more, um, to share more. Um, so here we go. Today is for anyone that is wanting to get started with either foster care, just regular concurrent foster care, or foster to adopt. I want to share my biggest lessons and tips that I've learned for getting started and just the process. So getting started can feel overwhelming and it can be hard to know where to even start because you have to make a lot of decisions pretty quickly. There's two different ways of going about being licensed for foster care. You can either get licensed with a private foster care agency, which is what we did, where they're kind of the go-between and the liaison with the county. So traditionally, foster care is provided through the county funded run by the state and you are a licensed caregiver with them so what the agency does is they license you per the guidelines and then they are your advocate with the county so they discuss everything with the county you work with an agency social worker who is in communication with the county social workers and they can be your advocate through the whole process. And so you make the determination immediately whether you want to get licensed directly through the county or through a private agent. In some respects, it's almost a decision that you don't start out with enough information no matter what you can try because you never know what your experience with either is going to be. So we went with an agency because we really had heard a lot of stories of struggles going through directly through the county. So we determined that we wanted an agency and they would be our advocate with the county and that was really great. Since being connected with the agency and hearing other stories, it honestly seems more like a 50-50 shot of whether you're going to have a good experience with your county or not. So you, you want to do your research on your county as much as possible. So this can mean getting connected to foster care groups online somehow, reaching out to people you know and seeing if anybody else has experiences to get some kind of an idea of your specific county's way of functioning. Now, the biggest benefit to going with an agency over the county is an agency will be open for placement with several counties. So instead of only being available for a placement within your county, you would be able to be available for a placement from several. I think our agency services five counties, 
and that's just this office. They actually have offices in several different areas. And so that's a huge benefit for us because it, it, it opens it up to so many counties. And it's awesome, honestly. I, I really love that aspect of it. That's just one great benefit of it. That's to start. And how you would get some more details on what's available in your area is literally as simple as a Google search. Just searching what agencies are available in your area and hopefully finding some contacts to get some information on your county and seeing what you might be able to find. So the next part that I wanted to talk about is starting the process of getting licensed. Be as in tune with as you can to the process of the, the path you have chosen. So if you're going through the county, make sure you really know and understand the process for county licensing. And so you know where you're at in it and what you need to do and you can keep track of it and stay on top of the paperwork and everything. The other side would be the same. If you're going through an agency, get that information packet that takes you through the steps of what you need. Ours gave us like a checklist almost that we could see where we were in everything. And so we knew what we still needed to get done. You're always going to have some questions come up, but just having that as an overview is so helpful because you can see where you're at in the process. You know, in general, what you have left to accomplish and that hopefully gives you some kind of time expectancy for how long it might take you to complete it. And again, everybody's situation is going to be different, but I, I think it's just really nice to have that as a guide. So making sure you understand it really well and have it as detailed out as you can and that you then can use that to get ahead on it. It's a pretty thick stack of paperwork you have to turn in and that can be tedious and time consuming filling it out. It can be a long process getting everything collected and pulling the different pieces of paperwork together that you have to pull. And so just knowing what that looks like and, and keeping on top of that is really helpful. Also the scheduling for classes. Classes is going to be inevitable. It's kind of just what your schedule for that will look like. That's the question. So knowing that, knowing when and how often and for how long you would have to take classes, having that set is another vital piece. Just keeping track of that, knowing where you're at in those things. It's really, really helpful. And then I wanted to talk a little bit about, for the third thing, timelines. So ours has been an interesting one. There's been a lot. Um, I have vlogged and shared about our whole journey. So I will link some videos if you want to watch ours, but I feel like just a little helpful encouragement that there really is no set time. It is not a one size fits all. This is exactly how long it'll take you and how long you can expect from the get go. They, that's not a thing with this because everybody's going to have a different experience in the process. Some people are licensed with a placement within six months. Some people get licensed and don't get a placement for years. That's our story. 
It also took us years to get licensed, but that's a different part of our story. So all of that to say, be very flexible in your expectations with the timeline. There is, there is no way to predict how long any of the steps of it will take. You can guesstimate, you can try to think about it. And I tried desperately to put a timeline on things for how long we could expect for various phases of this. And it's just too difficult. There's just too much that isn't predictable, too many factors at play that you never know how things are gonna go. And in some ways that has been probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned through this process. So just remember that it's gonna take however long it takes and it's okay. It'll be a process. So be in it for the process. And that's hard, that's easier said than done. Trust me, I understand. <laughs> but just that reminder can be helpful because things take time, this doesn't happen overnight. Even once you get licensed. <laughs> Getting licensed can be a time process, like it can take time, and then getting your first placement or going through an adoption can take time because there's there's a process things have to go through to get to those things and there's no way of predicting how long those processes will take. So the fourth thing is preparations. So there's a lot of preparing you have to do. You have to get your house home study ready so it'll pass an inspection. You have to prepare for the potential placement. And a few tips. One, get lists. Well, really I guess that's his whole tip is get lists. Know the proper items and things you should be looking at and thinking about. So. It, there's two lists that I specifically want you to make sure you get. The first one is a home inspection checklist from your agency or from the county. Whoever you're getting licensed through, get a home inspection checklist from them. That's what we did. We've looked at it several times through this whole thing. And it's so helpful to have on hand to just be able to kind of gauge where things are and what you need to be looking at. Check and make sure how things look and everything and just know what's expected when they come. And then you also want to, probably this is a list you'll make yourself or there might be lists you could find of items that you want for the age range you are looking to foster or foster to adopt. So you will not have an age, just one age typically. You're not going to be only preparing for a newborn in most cases, unless unless that is what you have put yourself on. Foster care, whether you're concurrent or adoption, is very much a range. You're going to have an age range. And so for us, what we started out at was zero to two. And we're currently hoping, hoping to expand that. For zero to two, that's a pretty wide range range for development and growth. So it's a hard one to really fully prepare for because you're like, well, if I have a newborn, then that's much different things I'm going to need than a one and a half year old. So making sure you have 
the things you need to be prepared for any age range you could possibly get, have it set up in a way that makes that easy. So I tried to have it organized by size so I could easily know where onesies for six months were if I needed them or things like that. So you wanna plan for those things too. And you're gonna to wanna to have a good organization system. <laughs> I'm constantly working on that. And you're going to want to think through what things am I going to want or need for each possible age. You want to be careful not to only focus on one. You'll want to think through the differences. Those are just things to think about. There's a whole bunch you could put on a list for any age range, but you just really want to pay attention and kind of make your own list so that when you take the placement, you are ready and then can go from there once you know what age and size they are and potentially getting more if you needed it. So those are things to think about. Number five and the last one. Honestly, I know everybody's journey with foster care is going to be different. Everybody has their own goals with it. Everybody thinks differently over what they're hoping to do with it and how they're hoping to serve within it whether that's adoption and giving a child a forever home and family that needs one, or if it's giving them a home for right now and while they need one and in their transition. Whatever you are hoping to do, whatever ages you are open to, I just encourage you to be flexible and open to whatever may come. Going into fostering, you you really want to remember that there's only so much you can predict and so much that's going to be controlled. And everything else, you have to take it as it comes. Whether it's struggles that the child is having, whether it's family situations, whether it's court decisions, whether it's what the plan for that child is, whatever may happen, so much of it can change and change quickly that you want to remind yourself that you need to be adaptable and and kind of just keep in mind through the whole thing what is the best circumstance in this situation and be open to whatever happens. Foster care can come with a lot of emotions you're processing and you really want to stay on your toes for that. So I encourage you to remind yourself of that and to approach it in that mindset rather than a this is the fixed outcome it has to be no matter what. We all have our goals and hopes of how things flesh out but ultimately there's only so much that we can know or predict or control and foster care is just a situation that really, really throws that at you and forces you to face that probably more than almost anything because you have to be quick on your feet and understanding that the situation can change. So just being aware of that and reminding yourself of that and preparing for that because as you go to start, you will start seeing how that plays out. So 
I hope that was helpful if you were wanting to get started with foster care or foster to adopt in some way. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments below. I'd love to share more. I will keep you guys updated on our situation and yeah. I hope this was helpful and you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Coffee and Turner Syndrome. If you would like to support the podcast, I do have listener support set up on Anchor. And if you'd like to leave me a voice message, I would love to hear from you. Don't forget, you can find the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash brooktv. Make sure you're subscribed so you see when the next one comes out. And I will see you guys in the next episode.